Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome again to another episode of Journey to Success. This is the radio show where we interview people whose lives have been an inspiration, who have achieved success in dunya, but also remembering about the akhirat and the real journey to success. So I have with me today uh, uh, somebody that I have known for a long time and you all will have known about. Dr. Anwar Iqbal, welcome to Journey to Success. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum aslam. Uh, thank you, Dr. Bhatti. It's my honor to be here today, uh, to be with you. And uh, I feel you are doing a great job uh, contributing to Radio Ramadan for its success as well. As far as I'm uh, concerned, I pray for you and the whole team Shukran so that thank uh, you very much. Uh, they can uh, have more success in their life through Radio Ramadan. In, inshallah. Uh, and uh, I guess what some of I often ask the guests that come on this show, what does success mean to you? Uh, success, I, I make it uh, in uh, two different parts. Uh, one, uh, the way you contribute uh, uh, towards your parents. Mm-hmm. And uh, also afterwards, when you grown up, you have a responsibility to look after your family. And if you have a balance in these two, you are successful. If uh, you are uh, not uh, honoring your duties, uh, both uh, in dunya mm-hmm. and for akhira, to get some reward, uh, I don't think uh, uh, for me it is a success. Okay. Um... Dr. Iqbal, you obviously brought up in Pakistan. You were born there. Can you tell me a little bit about your early life in Pakistan and where you started off from? Oh, Dr. Nadeem Bhatti, you have touched uh, such a topic uh, which I always remember my childhood. Mm-hmm. I born and brought up uh, in a small village uh, where uh, we have a lots of fun primary school education in my village. Uh, my father basically uh, took me to uh, school uh, while uh, I was so young and uh, he added uh, one year extra and pretended <laughs> that uh, he is uh, six years old right and then finally I got admission but I enjoyed my life still remember the childhood where were you uh, brought up in Pakistan uh, Faisalabad uh, uh, there is a small town uh, uh, 196 uh, it's called Islamabad Okay. And this uh, village has a history behind the name, basically before Islamabad, capital of Pakistan. My village name was Islamabad. Oh, really? Okay. And uh, when Ayub Khan uh, invited people to come for the name uh, of capital, then one of my village uh, fellow was a chief uh, secretary. He proposed that uh, name. And then finally, after a long consultation, Islamabad selected as really? capital of Pakistan. That's, that's, a very, this, that's a very interesting fact. So the name the, Islamabad actually came from somebody that in your village who proposed it? Yes. Were you from a big family? Uh, yes, my father, uh, they, uh, they were uh, four. And basically my uh, grand-grandfather came from India mm. when he was uh, very young. And uh, I, I could uh, say he worked hard afterwards. He had... Uh, uh, number of children and my grandfather basically I haven't seen him uh, I have heard uh, he was very sportive humble kind towards mm-hmm. other because my grand-grandfather left a lot of land in Pakistan 
which is nowadays worth uh, in in uh, pakistan in, or india uh, in pakistan in pakistan uh, uh, in millions i can say and uh, uh, i'm really so thankful to uh, the hard work he did and then afterwards uh, up to my father who was engaged with his employment uh, in farming too to make uh, our uh, livelihood better to best and that's why my father actually supported uh, five mm-hmm. of his uh, uh, sons four daughters towards higher education and all my brothers and sisters they are well educated and i'm very proud that family uh, has a reward because of my father's effort i can't uh, forget uh, his contribution i actually treated my father uh, as uh, my friend mm-hmm. because i remember once uh, a fellow from motherwell he uh, was there in faisalabad came to my village i stopped him at my farm and asked him i'd just like to introduce you with my friend mm-hmm. when uh, we went over there my dad gave a good smile and then i said look this is chaudhry abdul ghani and uh, he is one of my best friend uh, then uh, uh, a minute uh, two later my dad said uh, you go home then i'll join you there mm-hmm. so then uh, uh, luckily uh, the time my father came back after his prayer at home and then uh, he changed his uh, dress he looked like a, a gentleman mm-hmm. and uh, this uh, friend was still confused is he your fa- uh, friend or who is him then finally he he found out he is my father he had a hug with me he said look i haven't uh, seen that great relationship mm. father and son so this is uh, father's uh, uh, sport uh, and love uh, i uh, like to contribute to towards my children and family too uh, i'll touch on that because i i noticed here uh, you have a very warm relationship with your children and when i i noticed a lot of people from pakistan uh the relationship with their fathers is very much uh like a sergeant major there is much more authoritarian mm-hmm. is that something that was different in your household uh yes uh, totally different and why uh, was that different uh, because one thing uh, my wife uh, actually is also from same uh, family uh, and we have uh, uh, similar genes <laughs> and uh, in that respect uh, uh when i came to this country uh, before to come to this uh, country my father said you are not allowed to go unless you are married mm-hmm. so i said uh, that's no fair mm-hmm. uh, i can go and uh, then can come back he said no there's no chance at all because at that time i was lecturer at uh, university of agriculture faisalabad and then uh, finally i uh, bowed in front of uh, my father and mom and said okay fine go ahead within two months they arranged everything and then i got married six months later my wife joined right and i basically was at uh, cambridge uh, on uh, alama iqbal cambridge award to yes. study okay. for my higher degree and uh, from there my uh, family journey started Uh, yes, I had uh, one daughter in Cambridge. Yeah. Yeah. Now she is a dentist. Yes. And she oh, worked sure. here at uh, Queen Elizabeth for a couple of years. Uh, 
and then uh, moved to a senior position to England. Uh, then uh, other daughter came. Mm-hmm. My mother was here at that time mm-hmm. and uh, she was a bit sad. Mm-hmm. I said, uh, Mom, what happened? She said, uh, uh, it would have better if uh, you uh, could have a son. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I was really, because luckily my wife was not there in front. I said, Mom, <laughs> uh, 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 Mom look, uh, this is uh, not a concept. I have heard if you have uh, two or three daughters, you are uh, right directed to paradise. Mm-hmm, so right, then uh, yeah. uh, we, we should be thinking in that sense. Uh, uh, then after a few days, my mom said, Oh, Iqbal, I think I have said something wrong. I shouldn't. I said, No, no, mom, that's fine. It's okay. Luckily, mm. afterwards, I was blessed yes. with two sons. Shabha, yes. <clears throat> so all four children are well-educated. Yes. They right. are in a decent profession. And uh, I'm proud as far as uh, their initial development is there, I really sacrificed uh, through different projects uh, for their uh, not only educational development but also for their sports yes. and other curriculum well, uh, activities. I, I'm too. gonna, if I can bring it back to you, <coughs> you um, obviously educated in Pakistan <coughs> and uh, you decided eventually to what was your initial degree and you in yeah basically i i did my master in uh, forestry uh, and range management which is a part of uh, agriculture faculty mm-hmm. science and uh, even uh, my result was not uh, declared yet my professor chair per chair of the department he said iqbal uh, now is the time for uh, you to serve uh, the university i'm here to support your case Mm. So luckily, uh, I was selected as lecturer. I worked there for uh, nearly five years. In Pakistan? Uh, in Pakistan. But uh, a little uh, touch before to come to uh, this profession, basically, I was selected as cotton inspector. Mm-hmm. And cotton inspector is uh, such a great post. Because uh, uh, it's one of uh, Pakistan's biggest Pakistan exports. Pakistan's best uh, post where you can make uh, a lot of money through unfair means. Yeah. <clears throat> But when I came back after a, a couple of months to uh, university, I met my professor and he said, Iqbal, if uh, you are in this job whole life, you will be on haram. Yes. And uh, <laughs> I really, I shocked myself. My father was not even happy to go that sort of such a job. So even I, I thought it's uh, up to a person whether you you uh, you accept uh, uh, unfair or not but uh, still i see if you are in a pond at least you can uh, make yeah. yourself dirty yes so then uh, i actually uh, listened to my professor and uh, completed my master yeah and immediately after that i got sorry uh, awarded uh, with the lectureship I see. And then you, you're obviously, you, you're, you have a doctorate, so you went on and did a PhD. Mm-hmm. So how did, I'm quite interested in that, how did you, what, what brought about that and what was your PhD in? Yeah, basically when I came uh, to this country, I was at Cambridge, uh, I had my study after my uh, MPhil from uh, University of uh, Cambridge. I thought uh, I should uh, uh, go back to Pakistan. Uh, because uh, 
uh, I was thinking. So MPhil is your is your that is a, in agriculture biological sciences. Okay. I did uh, some work over there. That is a research. And wh- why did you come to Britain in the first place? Just uh, for studies, or uh, actually in Britain. Uh, Government of Pakistan announced uh, a number of scholarship for lecturer, and condition was there: you need to be lecturer and under twenty-five. So luckily, I uh, was there uh, on merit uh, from my university. Two uh, student, two lecturer were selected. I was one of them. Total, uh, I think four or six students uh, from Pakistan. They came to Cambridge study. Uh, on Alama Iqbal Cambridge Award okay. because Alama Iqbal uh, studied at Cambridge too and uh, I have seen the place uh, where he lived uh, yeah. and some other yeah. fellows yeah. Uh, uh, Rahmat Ali That's who right. proposed Pakistan name he was also there I think and uh, I am honored to be there uh, as a part of Cambridge University for some time but afterwards when I plan to go back to Pakistan my uh, brother-in-law, my sister lives here in mm-hmm. Glasgow mm-hmm. and uh, they insisted me to come here in uh, uh, Glasgow. People are coming from Pakistan here to settle and you are going back. <laughs> right. So uh, then uh, uh, I came back, uh, to. I came to uh, Scotland, uh, lived with my sister for a uh, uh, few months and then uh, while in the evening we were discussing different options what to do how to progress further so my uh, uh, brother-in-law he advised uh, tourism in this country is a great uh, mm-hmm. profession mm-hmm. so why not you think about that I said I don't have any background he said no just apply for it and uh, uh, let's see how it goes so I applied at Strathclyde University for uh, MBA and uh, master in tourism uh, but my mba was one year on waiting list right but I l- luckily got admission in uh, uh, master in tourism that was leading to phd so when i completed uh, my master uh, one day my professor uh, uh, invited me to his uh, office he said iqbal i'm glad uh, you did well in your master even though you have no background of uh, tourism uh, at all. So what I would uh, love to see, I don't have any Pakistani student for PhD so far since the time I'm here as professor. Mm-hmm. So if you are happy to ready and ready to go f- further, so then uh, I can uh, support you in that sense. I said, uh, because see, students at that time without scholarship, without any income, they are looking for some sort of support. Mm-hmm. So I was really very glad. I said, mm-hmm. look, uh, I, I'm struggling. I don't have any money to pay yeah. for the fees. <laughs> and then why not go for uh, this option? Yeah. So then uh, uh, my professor Jenkins, his name is uh, Jenkins, he, he uh, advised me to go through different uh, channels. And finally, I, I was awarded ORS Award mm-hmm. plus uh, John Anderson Award. Which is a Strathclyde University uh, scholarship uh, for uh, higher study students. So he sponsored my trips twice to Pakistan. Mashallah. I never have visited Pakistan that much uh, as compared to this sponsorship. I went through whole Pakistan, you know, all provinces, 
and then uh, interviewed people for my PhD. What was your PhD thesis? Uh, basically, uh, my PhD was tourism in developing countries. Yeah. A case study of Pakistan. Yes. Uh, my work was uh, on planning and development, mm -hmm. and this uh, thesis is still being used by the Ministry of Tourism in Pakistan. Yes. And uh, I'm glad that a number of uh, recommendations uh, which I put forward, those are now as a part of uh, Pakistan tourism policy. Well, what kind of recommendations did you make? Basically, oh, see, two, three things are there important. Unless uh, you have a triangle, mm -hmm. resources, the venue, and the administration, mm -hmm. you can't have a success. Yeah. But you need infrastructure, first of all. Small things could make a lot of difference. Small uh, events organization, uh, natural resources, uh, man-made uh, uh, attractions, all these are contributing uh, to, towards uh, uh, tourism development. As in Pakistan, now you can see Pakistan is a beautiful country where uh, you can see four uh, weather all throughout. I, I the always year. think, I, I always wonder why is it that uh, Pakistan hasn't developed as a tourist uh, spot? Whereas something like India is way ahead, whereas there seems to be more natural beauty, if anything, in Pakistan. Uh, than a lot of places that I see. Mm -hmm. Why do you think that is? Basically, you you need to have your uh, uh, right. Uh, basically, uh, uh, Doctor Nadim, uh, image of the country is very much important. Our area is prone to wars since uh, Russian invasions, and then uh, afterwards Americans. Uh, Taliban uh, basically were nice people. Mm -hmm. and Ziaul uh, Haq promoted uh, them too. But unfortunately for any land to attract uh, tourism, law and order is very important. Mm -hmm. uh, if your country is corruption free, land and order is in place, inf infrastructure is there, then you can see automatic uh, movement of tourists uh, tourist to your land. But unfortunately these things uh, were not favorable for some time. Mm -hmm. But uh, luckily now the things are improving mm -hmm. and uh, as uh, new parties uh, 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 incentives towards uh, mm -hmm. public, uh, some parties are focusing on yeah. uh, uh, areas like tourism. And I feel Khabar uh, Pakhtun uh, Khan and Balochistan, Punjab, even Sindh all have uh, a variety of uh, attractions where you, uh, you, you can attract uh, international tourists. And uh, uh, as far as uh, India is concerned, uh, Indian, uh, uh, you must have to say, when tourists uh, are there, India, Indians uh, are there uh, to lean down in front. Mm -hmm. And that is the beauty of uh, the attraction. Yeah. While uh, in Pakistan, there is no such uh, a sort of uh, respect at sport, right. uh, which uh, is very much needed to build up. And uh, uh, I could say if uh, uh, law and order infrastructure, which is now uh, is uh, better uh, than uh, previous years, 
if you go to pakistan you can see motorways all over mm-hmm. and uh, we need to educate our uh, uh, children uh, the beauty uh, of the country uh, so that they can uh, have this historical impact of pakistan and can uh, attract local regional national tourism to that will make a lot of uh, economic uh, contribution to the land where okay. we live after my uh, phd when uh, i went to pakistan uh, uh, i met uh, with uh, a senior uh, uh, economist uh, analyst uh, he was graduated from strathclyde university too uh, when he looked at my thesis uh, he immediately responded uh, ikbal if uh, i have uh, some political political influence yeah then uh, i would recommend you to be the advisor to prime minister but unfortunately i'm from a uh, uh, background where i don't have uh, that high uh, uh, links mm-hmm. political relationships so then uh, i had a laugh laugh right. at that time okay. i said chima uh, saab you are just joking he said uh, uh, although he was in 21 grade post as very highest post uh, at that time and uh, i said uh, i don't like to dream for it uh, but uh, I, i think i have already a place at uh, university of agriculture faisalabad where i was selected as assistant professor anyhow so i worked there uh, for a few months uh, then again you asked me about uh, the family mm-hmm. uh, for uh, their future mm-hmm. uh, i sacrificed mine i see and <laughs> then came to this country uh, to stay uh, for their development mm-hmm. uh, and i feel uh, whatever uh, the objective i had at that time uh, i have achieved but every person is doing uh, bits and pieces here and there yeah but uh, any spare time i do have i try my best to contribute positively towards okay. uh, my community uh, so that uh, uh, i could uh, help in one way or another okay. you you're talking about community you've had obviously my um, awareness of yourself came from Uh, visiting the Glasgow Central Mosque and the elderly daycare center uh so you've had a long connection with looking after the elderly in our community mm-hmm. so how did that start and what was your position there what was your how, what was your role there uh, uh actually uh, see when i came from pakistan uh, to join my family because i left my children here in glasgow Uh, my father and my mom both were visiting uh, glasgow at that time uh, a post of education uh, and welfare officer advertised uh, i was discussing with my father although this was a salary about 6 700 pounds uh, but for me to have a start uh, i was just thinking uh, uh, i'll go and pursue university career here too because uh, having phd you have some skills and knowledge to further contribute but my father insisted me again i really salute his uh, vision he said no matter how much money you get uh, if you like to make me happy uh, just go for interview 
So I just went over there. Uh, Doctor Akram Taj Bhatti, your dad uh, at that time were very much close to Central Mosque, uh, and uh, Doctor uh, Chaudhary. Doctor Chaudhary uh, was director of uh, Glasgow Central Mosque at that time, and he worked hard to secure uh, a lot of funding. Mm-hmm. So one of the projects was through Scottish Executive Project in which I worked for two years. And then this uh, uh, was contracted job for two years. Uh, immediately afterwards, uh, uh, you might know uh, Dr. Gill. Yes. Uh, Javed yes. Gill, uh, who is a Still very close friend of mine. Still involved with the he was, done. Yeah. He, he was managing uh, this uh, daycare center and then uh, he he had to leave for some reasons. The post was uh, vacant. Then uh, I went through interview process. Uh, uh, Taj Bhatti, uh, Dr. Akram, Dr. Saeed Chaudhary, and then afterwards uh, uh, Saber Ali introduced. Because all they have uh, really uh, a great affiliation with Glasgow Central Mosque. If you yeah. are positive in mind, then you can achieve something. Yeah. So that's what uh, happened. I was uh, again selected as manager of uh, yeah. uh, Muslim Daycare Center. Uh, and I am honored to uh, be uh, working uh, with the great uh, uh, team uh, of care workers and uh, uh, learned a lot uh, from my elders. Uh, so many names I remember really, uh, Taj Bhatti is no, he- no here. I went to visit his uh, grave in Pakistan myself, just my own initiative because the affiliation I had with him, I thought it's worth to go and visit uh, that place where uh, he is resting for life uh, hereafter. So uh, I was really so pleased the type of work uh, 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 you have uh, initiated in terms of uh, uh, children's school, and this is a great contribution, Dr. Nadim Bhatti. I would say uh, if uh, individuals like you are there in the market to contribute, you could make a difference, and we can see our children back in Pakistan and here in better to best education they could contribute not only well, at national level but yeah. also at the international level. Well, thank, thank you very yeah. much for that. But uh, getting back to yourself, um, you know, often in our Muslim community, looking after the elderly is seen as a big virtue mm-hmm. uh, and something very admirable, something to be admired. So should we really be having elderly daycare services like this? Um, shouldn't we be looking after them in our homes like the old days? Right, uh, Dr. Bhatti, uh, uh, see now the things uh, are changed. I brought, born and brought up in extended family system. Mm-hmm. Although I haven't seen uh, my uh, grandfather and grandmother, but I have seen my uh, grandfather's uh, uh, brother and uh, his wife. Uh, I still remember my childhood when we used to go uh, and sitting with him around uh, uh, my grandfather's brother and he was really so loving, uh, very smart, only uh, two parts of uh, uh, clothes, Mm. one uh, 
लाइक चादर एनदर टॉप दैट इवन दैट स्मॉल एंड ही वॉज सो हैप्पी एंड वेन एवर चिल्ड्रन वार अराउंड एंड नो बडी कैन मेक अ नॉइस एंड ही लव दस टू मच टू आई मीन एंड ड्यूरिंग दैट टाइम बिकॉज फैमिलीज वार बिग वी आर फाइव ब्रदर्स एंड फोर सिस्टर्स and uh, children uh, not only uh, they go to educate themselves to schools but also when they come back work and help their parents in the farm at home and uh, we are used to this environment but over here if you uh, the world has changed uh, now uh, technological uh, improvement uh, things are uh, different in that respect uh, if suppose a family of uh, two or three all three children are working somewhere else then nobody is there to look after their elderly mm-hmm. parents so in that uh, sense uh, maybe in pakistan still okay if uh, families are still in that spectrum but i have seen uh, i usually go to pakistan every year uh, now in my own uh, family uh, two brothers passed away Uh, those yeah. were the only yeah. two links and two sisters are there uh, and uh, their children small family one or two daughters so then you you feel a bit uh, stranger there mm-hmm. uh, while uh, i was there in my childhood uh, up until uh, university age my uncles cousins uh, all they were very close friends uh, caring for each other but over here i think it's difficult as far as uh, the concept of this government is concerned i feel this is a welfare state mm-hmm. not feel but this is definite this mm-hmm. is a welfare state it's not easy to uh, to uh, to feed uh, one person of our own but the government has developed such a system where uh, all every individual is helped and uh, recently uh, since the time of muslim day care center moved to other uh, new place a government uh, scottish government passed a bill mm. which is called integration bill uh, all centers merged together and then uh, the place where i uh, work now uh, both uh, local indigenous and muslims mm-hmm. and i would say muslims uh, who are housebound ill lonely dementia having any mm-hmm. problems mm-hmm. Uh, no place to go our services are there we have resources uh, transport staff can provide them dignity honor in their own pace while they are there in a group they can join socialize play activities now recently care inspectorate has started a physical activity program which uh, i feel is a great uh, incentive to bring over so our uh, team is trying to promote uh, uh, individuals physical fitness and mental well-being yeah and that uh, is an area i think uh, could uh, give you more stimulation and uh, keep your uh, life uh, better and uh, these services mm-hmm. are continued uh, variety of services are there when uh, uh, men and women they go we treat people in according to their choice mm-hmm. whatever they love to do art craft quiz general knowledge 
skittles, bowling, yeah. all so many, you name it, there are meaningful activities. Do you think these are better mm-hmm. served in a daycare center rather than at home? I, uh, I think at home, uh, some uh, there is a, a system uh, government has introduced is uh, called home help. Mm-hmm. Uh, home help uh, uh, is very expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometime although personal care uh, sort of facilities are free of charge scottish government has introduced which is a great in- great incentives but these people are busy suppose two uh, uh, care worker they uh, visit uh, 10 homes 20 homes every day so they have very short uh, time mm-hmm. they can't sit for a whole day mm-hmm. although there are some uh, ngos uh, befriending yeah. Uh, some other Alzheimer's Scotland they have introduced to help people with dementia, mm-hmm. which is killing. And next century challenge is there uh, yeah. to face. Uh, dementia is is uh, uh, very common yes. now. But yeah. uh, if you have a whole background of uh, an individual, you can see the interest, the type of profession he was in. Then uh, slowly and gradually, with trained staff who are uh, uh, fully professional, they could uh, give some input and make their life uh, better, so that they can be engaged in a type of activities uh, which they used to do. And slowly and gradually, they can mm. be helped in a positive sense. So um, I know I remember now specifically about the Muslim elderly daycare. Mm-hmm. Um, it used to be actually housed in Glasgow Central Mosque. Mm-hmm. Now it's in another uh, purpose facility. Mm-hmm. A lot of people weren't too happy with that because they felt that it was better in the mosque where they could go and pray. <coughs> what, what do you feel about this now? Uh, I think, uh, see the time uh, uh, City Council introduced uh, uh, this uh, bill uh, passed by Scottish Executive Integration Bill. Uh, at that time, there was a, another option uh, of low-level funding. Uh, if uh, you have to provide because care inspectorate uh, uh, requirements are there to provide a standard facility mm-hmm. with uh, all uh, sort of uh, uh, incentives needs are being met mm-hmm. so this uh, project uh, is in millions mm-hmm. 120 uh, 120 beds uh, residential 30 places uh, uh, daycare service so these two uh, uh, services are side by side. As far as uh, mosque is concerned, I really um, personally miss uh, that mm. environment yeah. uh, because uh, there are things uh, where you can see many, many uh, old friends have mm. not seen for a long time. Yeah. The people you have linked with the yeah. mosque is an opportunity where you go for Zohar prayer yeah. and uh, can see so many you, yeah. you can have an environment over there. Yeah. 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 And uh, day center, mosque day center was an excellent opportunity. Yeah. But uh, sometimes if leadership is there yeah. to support uh, the right move, then uh, you could uh, uh, make a lot of difference. Uh, I remember uh, Shaheen Babar's uh, uh, Dada, Dada Baba, yes. Baba Dada, Hassan. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he was uh, nearly 100 years of age. 
Baba Ji has been actually such a loving personality. Yes. Uh, used to phone me at home yes. in the evening. Yeah. And uh, he had uh, a special uh, yes. tone and uh, asking Iqbal Sahib, "Host now, kida kida hal chala thoda." I said, I'm okay. Baba Ji, I don't have anything. So then again he said, Then I realized one man came from India and he actually brought a new joke from there and we were sitting there at Muslim Daycare Center and he had that joke for about five minutes. And then I, I, I actually uh, freshly heard that joke. Uh, then I said, when he was not stopping, then I said, okay, I'm going to, uh, uh, to share a joke with you. So he had a big laugh. Yeah. When I shared that joke after five, six minutes, uh, he didn't laugh. All right. I said, Baba Ji, what happened? Yeah. He said, Iqbal Sahib, you are a big person. ਇਹ ਜਿਹੜਾ ਜੋਕ ਤੁਸੀਂ ਮੈਨੂੰ ਨਵਾਂ ਦੱਸ ਰਹੇ ਹੋ ਨਾ ਇਹ 1947 ਤੋਂ ਪਹਿਲੇ ਦਾ ਅੱਛਾ ਦੇਖੋ ਬੇਸਿਕ ਆ ਵਾਸ ਟੋਕਿੰਗ ਦ ਰੀਜ਼ਨ ਆ ਮੈਂਸ਼ਨਡ ਹਿਸ ਨੇਮ ਹੀ ਰੋਟ ਅ ਲੈਟਰ ਟੂ ਸ਼ਾਹੀਨ ਸਾਹਿਬ ਐਂਡ ਅਦਰਸ ਐਂਡ ਆ ਥਿੰਕ ਥੈਟ ਲੈਟਰ ਸਟਿਲ ਬੀ ਸਮਵੇਅਰ ਐਂਡ ਹੀ ਕੇਮ ਟੂ ਮੀ ਐਸ ਵੈਲ ਐਂਡ ਆਈ ਸੈਡ ਬਾਬਾ ਜੀ ਲੁੱਕ I don't have the authority uh, people who are in jamiyat they could make some difference but what I can do I can uh, work on side by side with those who are uh, like minded mm-hmm. and then uh, can have some uh, mm-hmm. sort of uh, plans to have a residential home mm-hmm. uh, around uh, the mosque complex I got uh, all these plans ready. Yeah. Uh, still these uh, must be lying somewhere at the yeah. mosque because we didn't bro- take uh, everything right. yeah. from there. I worked hard for that but unfortunately nobody given any attention. Mm. Uh, but if uh, Baba Hassan's uh, uh, actually uh, need was addressed at that time yeah. because he was living in uh, Uh, sheltered homes and uh, he was thinking to be close to the mosque yes. uh, still yeah. central mosque has a lot of land yeah. where uh, if leadership is there they can think about wise for future perspective to make our elders uh, future there close to the mosque even 10 20 uh, beds uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, residential home mm-hmm. could make a lot difference there yeah. residential plus uh, joint daycare center but still i have seen uh, i have noticed uh, uh, under low level funding uh, uh, some people are coming to join that lunch club yeah. while there is uh, no much staffing yeah. uh, to meet their individual yeah. needs but still i think uh, this is better than nothing yeah. that community hall is being used yeah. uh, and uh, during the uh, time of uh, muslim day center at mosque we we catered a number of uh, huge events yes a uh, recent uh, event which we had in, uh, in terms of uh, commonwealth games yeah uh, more than 250 uh, elders we got together at the central mosque uh, sports competitions uh, health uh, other stalls 
and uh, time to time we do different type of did uh, different type of works uh, because one person cannot do anything unless you have a dedicated team along with you and i value uh, people who were around to contribute yeah. uh, that sort of uh, 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 development like uh, uh, we we did uh, uh, as uh, i think 1999 as a part of city of culture and uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. architect yeah 18 uh, 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 days that time but mr batti was uh, there he was so proud to see all uh, that uh, different themes we introduced basically royal mosque to shalamar garden yes i remember all, that. all yeah. these uh, buildings are in uh, unesco heritage list yeah uh, i worked with the museum uh, here in glasgow and also uh, some friends uh, they formed a garden club in faisalabad mm-hmm. um, link uh, university link and uh, a number of uh, uh, friends uh, uh, delegates came from pakistan to contribute mm. so we published a booklet about shalamar garden the concept of gardens in uh, quranic yeah. perspective and uh, that uh, is a great contribution uh, uh, at that time and uh, we were acknowledged through british council Mm-hmm. for the type of work uh, we presented uh, there were about uh, over 10 12 themes engaged primary school children who made uh, masjid bukhara khana kaaba madina really? uh, even local country. local uh, indigenous school uh, children they made all these uh, models of mosque that, and represented that that their, brings me to obviously this is journey to success and ultimate journey to success How has your faith Islam influenced you in your work and the the job that you're doing? Uh see uh, if you look at uh, your training education that is uh, uh, Islamic oriented mm. since uh, the start of primary to secondary and university you have uh, courses uh, which are directly focused to Islam uh, you may remember about uh, 40 hadiths Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, 20, 25 surah. Yeah. Uh, so that you can perform your prayer, you yeah. know what are you saying. Yeah. But I always try to uh, know since last few years, try to read Quran with the meaning, mm-hmm. so that you have uh, more knowledge, uh, understanding uh, about uh, Prophet's uh, uh, contribution to our life. Mm. and i feel uh, uh, if uh, you you are a islamic oriented person also at the time uh, 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 mixed in the society in a way so that uh, you can contribute positively towards each angle that uh, is real success yeah. you you um obviously you've worked with the elderly fathers what what lessons have you drawn from working with the elderly in this kind of uh, some of uh, i have experienced a, a variety of people uh, some uh, people even uh, older people passed away they were very very humble very kind very sportive and sometimes you say uh, you can see aggressiveness too mm-hmm. but i have a trick to deal with the aggressiveness how you can uh, uh, because if you you in aggressive situation if you are uh, uh, if you are quiet for a moment or two then 
anger uh, i think uh, uh, is only there for maybe few minutes or few seconds if you pass uh, that level mm-hmm. then you are in a safe mode why do and, they why do you think they elderly get aggressive like that uh, in your experience uh, maybe sometime actually uh, their uh, uh, home environment maybe mm-hmm. and sometime financial uh, stress too yeah. and uh, uh, some people uh, they have a pride <clears throat> that uh, whatever i'm saying that must be listened there is not one person who has contributed a lot uh, there are so many uh, mm-hmm. elders who were uh, really very nice humble caring kind and uh, i always uh, look at the environment and try uh, to be quiet for a while so that uh, if somebody is angry you can yeah. uh, pass. what what, what at, when they are at that stage of their life what do you think matters the most to them is it money is it status is it uh, status uh, status uh, some uh, see especially in our uh, islamic institutions in mosques mm-hmm. there is a status uh, but uh, one thing i give them credit to uh in 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 a positive mind they contribute uh, voluntarily mm-hmm. but they are not paid are, are we talking about <clears throat> the people that you're dealing with the elderly they care uh, uh, elderly residents the... or you talking about <laughs> mosque officials now <laughs> no um 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 because mosque officials uh, are quite elderly be, be, uh, actually, <laughs> no. if you are in a position yeah. you feel pride that yeah. i'm in a position if i go to uh, elderly center that uh, is no good but this is wrong concept right if leaders are not setting examples how you can see other people can follow mm-hmm. so this is this is a basic mistake which we do because everybody from child to young stage then old people and when you are old then you remember your childhood and young age yeah. but that will never come back no so you need to think about now is the time for me to plan my later life yeah and you have to accept no matter you are wealthy you have so much uh, uh, assets if you have nobody to talk to you at home even though you are millionaire then i think day centers are the best place to come out and uh, pass your time socialize with people in same age group look we have children now uh, we are trying to stop them but children's habit is there to sh- uh, yes. to to run about I, make I, noise we were recording this program in my house and <laughs> we have been trying to keep my kids quiet but they've been making so much noise so uh, I, i think don't uh, suppress uh, their uh, uh, inside let them grow let them flourish uh i know sometime molvisa is staying in the mosque oh children they, they need to be controlled they are trying to make uh, uh, some noise but it's it's good responsibility of parents or mother to look after them their needs but uh, don't don't push them that much so that uh, their mental uh, mm-hmm. level is uh, degraded and they are down and then one day you you would regret you need to give them open environment uh, educate uh, be friend with them so that uh, they can uh, prove uh, themselves uh, very successful uh, it's my firm belief if you have contributed uh, contributed towards society in a positive way you have not harmed anybody 
you are kind to your friends, circle, parents, children, and the society as a whole, then uh, uh, I, I, I don't like to have any bonding that people should remember me. <laughs> uh, uh, not at all, but uh, I'll be responsible for my actions uh, 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 to my Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If uh, individual uh, will say uh, good words uh, in support of me, then uh, uh, I, I'm honored. If they, they are not saying good words, still I'm thankful to them. Whatever the feeling they have, uh, they, they should uh, 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 keep. And uh, I like to, to do dua for every individual who Inshallah. is uh, against Inshallah. are in my favor. Inshallah. So that this, uh, this is a... Now we are living in a global village. Inshallah. If in global village, we set a scene uh, by uh, leading by examples, Inshallah. then others can follow and we can uh, uh, be uh, the true Muslim to lead uh, the generations next to come. Inshallah. Thank, Dr. You, Dr. Well, thank you very much for coming <laughs> and speaking to us. Thank you for going. And like I said, we could easily have talked for another couple of hours. So I just thank you very much for your hard work and looking after uh, our elderly and just being part of Glasgow community life. Assalamu alaikum. Thank you. Wa alaikum